You're listening to End of the Real. Oh my god! Okay, we're gonna do the podcast. This is podcast, Ethan. Uh, this is the second time we've tried setting up the podcast now, Jared. We're good. We're going, everyone. We're, go- we're going now. My okay. mic's slightly off. It's in- okay, we did Deadfall. This is the 19-something movie. 1993 film with Nicolas Cage. Although okay. he isn't the main character, but he may as well be. And um, whatever you do, do not download the other one because it's not the one with Nicolas Cage. And that that is... Nicolas Cage and uh, Charlie Sheen are the only reasons to watch this film because oh, the yeah. rest of it is boring. This this movie kind of sucks. It's by Joseph Capillate. Christopher Coppola. Christopher Coppola. Who not, is... Not Francis Coppola. Who is Nicolas Cage's brother and I think the nephew of Francis Coppola. Okay, and uh, he has no... Talent? Talent. He has nothing. It is like a... It's an attempt to do some sort of film noir with James Bond thrown in at the end, but the, the person who wrote this obviously did not have the intelligence to actually write an interesting thriller or, oh, or, he, or mystery. Dude, There's no mystery to this. It's, it's the same stupid. guy. It's the same guy as the director. And he thinks so he... So it's written and directed by the same he person. He thinks okay. he's the bee's fucking knees. He yep. thinks he's a lot the of, real A lot shit. of cool one-liners, but dude, a oh dumb story. Oh, my goodness. Mate, what... Is with our main character, okay? He only speaks in one-liners. Yeah. He narrates He's himself the main character in one-liners. Who is, you know, I've forgotten his name. I'm just going to check. Forget him. Is. Forget him. He's boring. Joe. Bland. Joe. His name Joe. is just Joe. Just Joe. Joe Donan. Joe. Uh, Joe is such a bland and forgettable character. He's introduced to us as a bland, forgettable he, he's character. He's actually annoying because he, play him off like he's some sort of smart guy, but he's not. Yeah. He, he, it's like. He gets played by everybody. Everybody well, everyone thinks he's an idiot. He, but everyone, at the same time, he's also the best. He's the best he's confidence the man in the world, yeah. He's the hottest. Oh, my God. Women are going out of their way to try to get this guy. He dip. walks through town. Everyone's like, what did? What? Well, it's, a, it's a waterworks. They, he walks through everyone's the town set that they have, which is like a small market square. Yeah. And everyone there just happens to work for his uncle. Everyone so just wants sad. to jump on his dick. And it's just the shittest main character, well, and he's crap, and he's boring, and he's boring. That's it. The, the The movie has two redeeming features, and that is half the film is filmed with Nicolas Cage at yep. his craziest. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I, I could not understand what he was saying. He was, like, yelling and screaming and just making these weird faces. I don't know what accent he was going for. He was great. He he held me together. And then uh, later on, Charlie Sheen's got a small bit as like Fats McGee, the brilliant uh, pool player. Pool player. Yeah, I didn't get that at all. I thought he was meant to be the diamond guy. But was that when they ran out of ideas? No, that's when the James Bond bit starts. Okay. Because it's like you know in James Bond where uh, you know James Bond will go into a casino and he'll play cards against someone to get their attention, and then it'll turn out that that lieutenant gets him in him in touch with the main guy. Like, yeah. that's that's it. That's what happens. He plays pool for, like, ten minutes. You watch him play pool for, like, ten minutes. Is pool a big which thing? Which is not interesting at all. I didn't get that. It just seemed boring. It was very boring to watch. Yeah, I yeah. assume playing it is kind of fun. So let's talk about Joe and the start of the movie. You know, start at the start of this terrible movie. Well, the whole thing let's is... Let's get Joe done. It, it's about a feud between two brothers, right? Yeah. Both played by the same... Uh, by uh, I think it's Joe Coburn. The same actor. I've seen him in other things where he's okay, but 
this was just bad. He plays like twin brothers, I think. Yes. And they're both con men. Right. So the whole movie is about being a con man and living the con man life. And at the very start, he we're introduced to him, and Joe's a boring all American kid. Like that's what he's introduced. And they're doing as. like the shittest cons, but they're they're making it out like they're doing great. Yeah. So what they essentially do, they they con, um, they seem to con low life at the start. And actually, I think that's what most of the cons are on. I, he, no, because there's one con, and they do it like twice in the film. Yeah. No, no, and that's another con. Which one's that? They con the barmaid. Oh, uh, that's that little thing. But the whole thing revolves and around he cons, this. He cons him at the strippers. Yeah, but the whole movie revolves around this one stupid con that they do, right? Okay. Where they set up a deal that seems too good to be true yeah. for a money guy. It is too good for, to be true. And right as they're handing off the money, they pretend that the police bust in and they start fake shooting at each other and they run, run off with the money and the diamonds or whatever. Yeah. They do that. Twice. That's the big thing. And it's stupid, right? Oh. Especially the second time they do it, where the sucker they bring in brings bodyguards with machine guns. Yeah, that was right? stupid. That's so stupid. That was really stupid. I. Man, it's just. Like, let's just get this point really across for me because I, I just can't stand it. The director is the writer and he thinks he is so smart. Oh, yeah. He thinks he's a fucking genius. And this movie is far from that. He's never gone again to the mentor society that he always wanted to. And this movie is, it's not smart. It's incredibly stupid. And it, it's made worse by the fact that it thinks it's smart. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. okay, you know The Rock? The movie, The Rock, by... um. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's We're, his name? With Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery, yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. But what's, what's who's the director again? Oh. Isn't it damn. Michael Bay? Michael Bay, okay. Yeah. I think Michael Bay knows his movies are like dumb, over the top fun, right? I think he does. I don't know if this is true. Yeah, actually. maybe, probably. Okay, but that—that's what I mean. Like, you can have it knows what it is. It's right? cool action with cool one-liners. Give me a dumb fun movie with con men shooting each other and romances and crap and titties. It's a good. I like that. It's fun, right? But don't. The worst thing. The worst thing is a movie that is. Thinking it's one thing, but is not like I know that sometimes makes a really good, good, bad movie. Mm. But like, though, it's just so cringy to like watch someone be like, "This is really smart," but you're like, "This is really and you could, dumb." You could tell how uh, sort of great the, uh, the the writer thought this was by the fact that uh, the main character narrates everything, almost like they didn't trust that it would be able to figure out what was happening. You know, like the characters will in excruciating detail go over what's happening, and at the same time, you'll have this narration from the main character the whole way through the film talking about what he's doing, how he's feeling, and what's happening in the film. Do you know? And it's it's terrible. I've never seen anything like that. A massive giveaway. I have. I mean, I I think I've seen it in some early film noir sort of things. Uh, you know, like in The Big Sleep, where he'll suddenly sort of talk about what's going on in the crime, how he's feeling, but it, it's. It's not everything and, like, every little detail. You're meant to use that in a way that benefits the story, not explains the story. Does that I make decide, sense? It's like you see him on a bus going to his uncle's and he'll, he'll have, like, a ticket to my uncle and he'll be like, I decided to get on a bus to visit my uncle. Exactly. And then, no, we know And then that. he'll give this long history about his father's relationship with his uncle. But then they'll also talk about it as well. 
You know what's a massive giveaway that the writer slash director thinks are really smart and wants to show off? Mm-hmm. It's not just all the quote. It's it's normally the fact that they will quote someone famous and be like, "See, I know Shakespeare," and it's like, "Okay, you know that was that like in uh, the, the Ryan's Babe? They do that, yeah, yeah." And there's a few. I don't think we've actually reviewed. Yeah, well, we've we watched gotta, it. We gotta, we're gonna watch it again. We're gonna watch it with commentary. So yeah, to figure um, out what was actually happening. But I've noticed it's just a comment thing, especially I think um, Neil Brain and uh, The Room they do it. They quote stuff like mm. it was like pretty much uh, homages or ripoffs of like the quote and stuff like that. But they'll always quote someone like famous or like I guess highbrow. Yeah, and that's like them. That's like the writer slash director showing off. Oh, I'm actually really smart, and and everyone's like, we, we, no, no, thank you. Mm. But it's like I find that incredible. It's just cringy. You know, I know that's an overused word. I'm trying not to use it, but it's so cringy to hear someone be like, uh, Shakespeare, oh, oh, hear how good this quote is about, like, I think they talk about, like, life, like, is the meaning of this. Mm. It's like, stop. Stop. Have fun. Make a good movie. So, uh, when did you start to expect his dad was going to come back into, come back into the movie? How long were you waiting for that reveal? Uh, I should explain. I should explain. So, uh, right at the start, they set up the con where they're bringing in a guy to buy drugs. Yeah. Uh, they launch the con. Their actors come in dressed as policemen. Also, they can't be making that much money because they're splitting like a hundred thousand dollars, like ten ways or something. Whatever. What ten thousand each for like five minutes work? But they make it out like it's a huge deal, and I'm like, it's ten thousand each. Yeah, but how often work. are they doing these things? They can't be doing them that often, and they're living the high life or whatever. That's a pretty good bonus pay. But yeah, okay. But um, so uh, uh, it goes off. He pretends to find a wire on his on the other guy who is actually his dad. He pulls out a gun and immediately shoots him, going, "It's a raid!" So the money guy runs away. Everyone comes together and starts laughing, but. We find out he had real bullets in his gun and his dad is actually dead. Of course. Of course. He's not actually dead. That's the con. It turns out the son is being conned by the dad so that he will... It's such an... Con his uncle? It's like it's a stupidly overcomplicated plot. Yeah. Like there had to be a better way to get his uncle to go through with another con to get his money. Like, well, that, like, there's so many steps. It's stupid that this has happened. John had to. Joe had to be convincing. Yeah, maybe. the father has had to convince Joe, his son, to travel to meet his uncle to earn his uncle's confidence, so he can get involved in a con. The dad knows the uncle is uh, running. Do, yeah, and the 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 uh, the father has already placed agents in the uncle's group. Right. Yeah. So. But also, so that they can keep tricking Joe into doing uh, more extreme stuff. So in the end, when they'll do the same they sort do, of con, when the uncle runs the exact same con, but with a James Bond villain bad guy with machine guns, they swap real bullets into the uh, into Joe's gun, so he kills his uncle, and then they just run off into a fairground, and apparently everyone just stops looking for them, and they run off with the money. Yeah, it's one of those, like, really, all those things had to work in, like, 
a but row it, to it get, doesn't work, work at the end though. But you know what I mean? Like you know one of those ones where it's like, oh yeah, it's this so had to happen for this to happen. Overcomplicated that yeah. it is dumb. It's impossible. That that con the way it worked. It's like there had to be an easier way to make two million dollars. It all just relied on coincidence. That's it. Yeah. His entire con relied on coincidences, which worked. I mean, he he leaves like trails behind to like oh like like uh after he dies the son goes through his belongings and there's like his like the the father's last words is oh my father my brother he took the cake he took yeah. the cake it finds out it was just a ring box he was gonna give to the guy's mom but that is what drives him to go search for his uncle so there's there's bits set up for it but it's just overly complicated so it's interesting dumb. because. Joe, but, but you realize what's happening pretty early on, and you're just yeah. waiting for the father to come. Well, back. the thing is, though, Joe's boring. Joe's boring because Joe. Okay, here are Joe's scenes: uh, narration about himself while we're watching his scenes, smiling slightly and doing, sort of like winking at women, doing pointless things, and then being the love interest, which means just you know having a girl fall for him and then have sex with her in a really long sex scene that was kind of unneeded for like this movie. Do you remember? Yeah, it was yeah. kind of long. That was, that was a long sex scene, guys. But yeah, it's Joe's. Joe's actually quite boring as a main character. He is Joe's boring, boring and bland. The uncles are boring. The uncle's boring. The father's boring. Everyone is boring except for Charlie Sheen and Nicolas Cage. You wouldn't think Joe would be that boring, but it's like he's just a bland, all-American. Even the things we have him guy. doing, right? We haven't. We when if we cut to him, it will be him, like kissing a girl, getting with a girl. It will be him learning to do card tricks, like. That's boring. But then you cut to Nicolas Cage, right? And he is, he is fighting He's strippers. not just chewing up the scenery. You know? He's like taking giant chunks out of it, throwing it all over the place. I just can't he's believe great. how he, that bad card that trick he's got. He's got this. So Eddie, uh, Nicolas Cage's character, has got this card trick and he keeps going up to people and he's like, pick a card, pick a card, man. Yeah. And they, they always pick a card. It's like, it's always the Joker. It's like, it's always the Joker. Yeah, and then right uh, uh, halfway through the film, he dies, and he th- he throws his cards all over the place, and it's like they're all the Joker. It's yeah. just so insane. His character's fantastic. That was that was really cool. Well, what about uh, in the final fight scene? Wait, wait. Let's just talk about Eddie. How yeah, great is Eddie? Eddie gets introduced because, pretty that, quickly. Joe heads to. But that's I think what it's I mean. LA. Joe's all of Joe's scenes are boring, right? So you cut cut from Joe doing nothing, self narration, or just boring scenes. Then you go Eddie doing crazy shit. And the thing and is, it's right, like that makes him even more boring. The movie realized that when they were making the movie, it realizes that Nicolas Cage is the best thing oh, in the yeah. film. He is because so much. Better. It'll have Joe talking to his uncle. But the the camera will just be focused on Nicolas Cage, like it'll just be his head in the in the shot doing weird shit, like yeah. his tap it, his like cracking his knuckles, his like doing drugs or doing weird stuff. Oh yeah, and you can hear them talking off screen, but it's like who cares? Who cares what these boring that. people are doing? They let's just watch Nicolas yeah. Cage. They literally start zooming in on Nicolas Cage while two other people are the ones doing the scene. And he's so much better. Like, you can tell he's, like, angry that Joe's coming and is, like, taking his place in the uncle's gang because yep. he's, like, he's, like, scratching at the woodwork and he's, like, fumbling his gun and shit. It's he's great. He's doing shit. So, yeah, fuck Joe. We've already heard Joe's story. It's quite boring. Let's go Nicolas Cage, the best thing in this movie and the only reason to watch this movie. He gets introduced in this weird scene that I still don't entirely understand. Oh, the drug deal? So, yeah. It wasn't a drug deal. It was like a numbers game. They said they were running, but it, it didn't make sense. I didn't. What's a numbers I, I game? I didn't get it. I think it. I think it was like horses or something. 
Joe is trying to find his uncle. Right. And he, he goes heads into to a this market? like it's like this shitty market thing. Just a little bizarre. And he's standing there looking smug, like he does the whole way through. Oh yeah. With this stupid smirk. Man, we hate Joe. If you and I, I didn't realize how much I hated Joe until I'm talking about him now. I know Joe's a shitty character. Uh, and he notices that the oh the guy at the at the hot dog stand writes a number down and he hands it to the waiter and the waiter hands it to the popcorn guy and the popcorn guy hands, hands it to the, it to the donut guy. guy and the donut guy hands it to the waiter who hands it to this old guy who just scrunches it up and throws it away and apparently that's like. Joe's talking about it later. He's like, yeah, I saw that con you're doing down there. That's real good. And I'm like, what con? What is it? They're, just, they're passing around some numbers on a piece of paper the and then throwing this, it away. What's what happening? What the fuck is this con? What the fuck is this con? Everything it, to, that's right. Everything to them is a con. Yeah. You know, they're people who are like, life's he, a con. Because he's, he keeps narrating. It's like, yeah, life's a con. Everyone's out to con you. I'm like, because you, you've got a weird father and uncle who are trying to use you all the yeah, time. Yeah, because everyone you know are con artists. Maybe get someone else who's like just a musician. He doesn't realize like, he's actually so stupid. Everyone is taking advantage of him. Oh, yeah. He's incredibly stupid. But uh, that's where we're introduced to Eddie because Eddie apparently runs it. And he comes up to Joe and is like, pick a card. Come on, pick a card. And Joe's just like, yeah, I'm just looking for my uncle. Yeah. And Eddie's just like, oh, you want to see your uncle? Oh, okay. He pulls out a guy and like, come with me if you want to see your uncle. Oh, man, how great it's is he? great. He's, uh, so we get introduced to the uncle. And while that's happening, that's where Eddie's Eddie holding is... a gun on him. He's doing drugs. He's shouting. He just yeah. shouts. Like, I, I couldn't understand what he was saying half the time. He must be ad-libbing. Yeah. It's great. He has to be. Mm. Because he's just like tearing up the Because furniture. he's the only one with good lines except for Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen seems to be straight out of Hot Shots. Yeah. Like, he is playing his comedic character. So, it takes him to the uncle. The uncle eventually sends him, for some reason, out that night with Eddie. Yeah, he wants him to learn the ropes. So, Eddie brings out his girl, who Joe goes, ah, she's good because, what was it? It's like, she's all front. All you can read is her front. Yeah, Eddie's obsessed with her, I think. Well, he... And uh, But uh, the, the chick automatically falls in love with Joe. Although that... we find out later that she is actually working for the father. Yeah. But she does love Joe. Like, later on when she takes the money, she's, like, crying and stuff and runs you know, off. That's why, that's the why, thing why was Joe's, terrible. Joe's convinced by Cont all the time. Even he really, he thinks he's, like, God's gift to women as well. Which, which kind of makes sense because later on women just, like, Oh, yeah, have some free donuts. Maybe we should go on a date just out of nowhere. Yeah, to that him. was weird. So it's understandable that he thinks women are just throwing themselves at him. Joe thinks everything's a con, right? And everyone is doing cons, right? That's why he's so bad at picking cons. Because he's the sort of person who you're like, hey, Joe, here, have this extra donut. And he'll be like, that's what's, a What's that's the a, con? What are you trying con? to trick me into? And people are like, uh, nothing. He's like, you sure? You don't want that 50 bucks for that? And they're like, yeah, okay. He's like the sort of dumb guy who he makes it a con, even if he's not. But he talks about the woman. He's like, ah, yeah, her, you, all you can read is her front, which meant she's pretty good at being a con artist or something. And you're just like... Doesn't stop him from falling for her. Straight away. So they go out to a bar where... They do a little con where they, they kind of like con. a bartender out of a couple hundred bucks. That was funny. That, the only reason that was funny is because there's another... Uh, Chance for Nicolas Cage to act. Wow, there's that. As a crazy foreigner with a lot of money. Yeah, but no, no, there's the the other patron at the bar. Mm -hmm. And he was like watching the whole thing. And when she goes to like, she gives the person like a few hundred bucks and runs to make the phone call like, oh, I found your diamond ring. The patron's like, 
What are you doing, Susie? And she's like, I just got my meal ticket out of here. And then he's like, they just said what? it was like 800 bucks. That's how much it was worth. I mean, it's not that much money. That's, that's why they, they, everyone seemed to be making a huge deal out of little bits of money. No, 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 no. That's smart. Hmm? That was a good con. Yeah, no, no, no. That was good. But that's I'm just saying in bit. general, the whole thing, 800 bucks. What? You just make fucking you're gonna 800. Quit, you're going to quit your job and leave? No, but she just made bucks. like a bonus 800 bucks in like two seconds. Yeah, but it's not a meal ticket. I mean, you can win that much with a fucking lotto ticket. I'm not sure if she ticket. said meal ticket, but that's a good. No. That's a good oh, okay. amount of money to make okay. in a night. Okay. What okay. the fuck are you talking about? Oh, 800 sorry, bucks Jared. in like two seconds? Yes, please. Mm. What the fuck, man? But yeah, she got conned. Which is funny because the other patron is like, uh, are you sure about that? And she's like, yeah, yeah, we're great. And then she realizes it's a con and you know the guy knew it was a con. Mm. And that's, that's the only funny bit. But after that, they go to a stripper's, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm. They go straight... To a strip club. Oh, they drive around for a bit, and Nicolas Cage makes some weird noises. <laughs> yeah, go, that, that's how to describe it. Because occasionally he'd just be like, "Wow!" So Nicolas Cage wants him to get some money off the stripper. Well, he okay. Nicolas Cage's character hates Joe because he thinks Joe's taking his place in the game, which, which he is. Which he does. Uh so he. I sends... think the thing is actually more the fact that he doesn't want Joe to become his uncle's son. Because yeah. Eddie sees himself as his uncle's son. Yeah, there's yeah. some weird stuff going on there. And anyway. Eddie's hopped up on drugs. Like so the entire Eddie time. leaves the place as he tells him to go well, get the stuff. He's set, he's set Joe up because he wants Joe to get beaten up. Yeah. So he leaves and he's super happy about it. And th- this is the thing. It's like we don't look at how Joe gets the money off the guy, right? Although we find we find out later that he didn't, that he yeah. just told the guy he'd pay it himself. Look, that's fine. But we, but we spend the next five minutes just looking at Nicolas Cage talk to his girlfriend like yeah that's more interesting than anything else that happens it in is. this film it really is and i and then they nicholas cage gets the money and he goes he, he gets like super angry what happens i, I can't now what happens anytime that it's not a nicholas cage scene i get very bored well, I remember but right after night, this is the sex scene the night goes forever no, Seems isn't that the next day? No, 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 no. Because uh, they drop the... the girl. He gets dropped okay. off, and it turns out the girlfriend is there waiting for him. What? No, no, no. Wait, wait. No, 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 no. They drop off the girlfriend, and he yeah. gets dropped off. Then he goes to his uncle's place to look for the stuff. Oh, then yeah, he goes to try and find home. out what the cake is right. or some crap. Then he goes back home, which then the girlfriend ends up at his place, which means that night, that must have been like a 15-hour long night. Yeah, it goes on forever. Goes forever. They have a, a weird sex scene and real long. Yeah, you see a lot. Big, big old. A lot of him. Big old. A lot thing. of him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The the next day, Eddie's kind of pissed off. Well, Eddie starts finding out. I think that's the thing. He goes back to the strip club, and Eddie finds out that, like, in actual fact, Joe paid the guy off, and it was a con, and Joe. And that's where Eddie starts to lose it. Well, okay, so a couple of things happen, right? Yeah. Uh, Joe goes to his uncle and they have this dinner scene where it turns out it's the uncle's birthday. This is the thing. It's like whenever it's not Nicolas Cage, the movie is incredibly Dude, I boring. I can't remember it. So you just have this 10-minute scene where the uncle's wife goes, gets cake, and they sing happy birthday and stuff, right? Yeah. Why? Why is any of this happening? I guess it's to show they're earning his trust or something, uh, but he doesn't need to earn his trust because his uncle just wants to Get bring him straight Nicolas in. Nicholas Cage, fuck it, who cares? So Nicholas Cage is at the strip club, yeah. yeah. He finds out that uh, Joe fucked him over, 
And he goes berserk. He's throwing drinks in people's faces. Oh, my God. And he's going on the way out. And he's like, oh, what you want? What you want? He's like shouting and all he kinds of stuff. He literally runs to random. Fantastic. He runs up to random patrons and starts throwing Screaming drinks at their in face. their faces. All right, he leaves. Now, the whole way through, uh, Joe's had this guy obviously following him. There's yeah. been a guy in a fake beard following him along. This is where he's like, you kinda, know, kinda looked you like know Neil someone Brain. from the old gang is following them. Kind of looked like Neil Brain there, yeah. And the guy starts strangling uh, Nicolas Cage. Yeah, in because the... Nicolas Cage is going to go kill Joe. Well, no, we don't know what's going, yes. what's happening. He's going to go confront Joe. He's going to kill but Joe. But at this point, yeah, he's like so it's off the rails. It's pretty clear he's going to kill Joe by I d- the fact I didn't he's... think he was going to kill Joe. Are you sure? I think he was going to be pissed off. I'm pretty sure he was yelling about mm. trying to kill Joe. And I don't think he was going to kill Joe. Joe. And he has a gun. I don't think he was going to kill Joe. I'm pretty sure he was going to kill Joe. I don't think he was going to kill Joe. But right. uh, anyway, the guy starts strangling him, trying to kill him. Because they're from the old gang and they want Eddie out of the way so Joe can take over. Yeah. Because this is all part of the stupid master plot. Yeah. Uh, but Eddie, Eddie's pretty great. Like he beats the crap out of the he guy. Beats his shit drags out his him. head into the door and just starts slamming it. Yeah. And this is from a starting point with the guy garroting him. Yeah. So Eddie's pretty great. And then he kills the guy with shooting him. I think. Yeah. So Eddie at this then... point, Eddie is completely off the rails. He's on uh, drugs. He's he's gone nuts. We we missed the scene with Eddie. It's out of place now, but. Beforehand, before the girl actually goes to uh, Joe to have sex with him, Eddie comes home and starts flipping out on the bed. Oh, and he's like, he's, yeah, I, this I've is seen one this, of the best. I've scenes. seen these scenes on YouTube and like in memes and stuff, and it's just him bouncing up and down the bed, just going. Yeah. Nick Cage comes home and he goes. It's, fa- it's fantastic. And it is, uh, you know it's what? The, the worst thing the is, I'm great. trying to act it out, but you can't. You got to watch it. You got to watch it. You gotta, you gotta, it's great. Uh, I can't remember where he screams. He's like, "That's it." It's just stuff go, like that. Go, go, go. You, it's, it, there's definitely clips of and, YouTube and he this. picks up like blanket and like pillows and starts smashing them on the bed. If you look up, uh, Nicolas Cage flips out. It's one of those scenes. Anyway, so the end scene with Eddie is pretty fantastic. Well, I, the, so Eddie, yeah, he, he, he takes the uncle hostage. Yep. He calls Joe, and he Joe goes. Comes over. He takes he takes them both down to the market, which is the only other set they've got, I think. Yeah. And I think he's going to deep fry them to death. Like, he sets oh up the God, fryer, and I think right? he's going to, like, kill them, like, that way. That's fucked. And they're, like, they're both, like, Joe, uh, Eddie, we have no idea what's going on. Because neither of them do. They're Because they're being set up by the dad, who they don't know is alive. Uh, Joe, gets, Joe gets free, starts fighting with them. And then the weird, it's, it gets so weird. It's, like, the, the card deck goes all over the place and shows they're all jokers. And then all of a sudden, they pull off Nicolas Cage's wig. Oh my and god! And it's like at no point throughout this film did you think it had a wig on, and he's got this terrible stringy hair. The wig reveal and he looks was terrible. awesome. I love that. And, and then and then he's like, and "You then motherfucker!" The lamest part of the movie, which I was like, "Ah!" Uh, so I looked away to write a note. It happened so quickly. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Cage is about to dunk the uh, Joe into the deep fryer, and all of a sudden he just—I don't know—he slips or something, and Joe dunks his head under, and he comes up and he's like. His face is melting off and everything, but he's dead, unfortunately. And that is basically where I stopped caring about the movie. Yeah. Um, uh, they... Because as crazy as the rest of the plot is, it's just not interesting. So It's just done so blandly and boring. From that point, something happens. They get start setting he up He brings him onto his con, and it turns out it's something to do with diamonds. Blah, blah, it's, blah. It's the exact same one as the drugs, except yeah. with diamonds. 
instead of the drugs. So et cetera, et cetera, they, well, they end they, up at the pool scene. He, yeah, for Let's some reason... Let's just get to the pool scene because honestly, I wasn't entirely sure why, but he has to lose to this pool guy so that he can show him the diamonds so the diamonds can get sent to the James Bond villain. Yes, it's, again, overly convoluted. So there's this 10-minute pool scene with Charlie Sheen... That's uh, a long pool basically scene. Basically playing his character from Hot Shots, so he's like really cool, but they're joking around and doing stuff. Really long pool scene. Yeah, that's it. He's really just pool for 10 minutes with Charlie Sheen oh, saying okay. some cool lines. So this is where I did write down one of the dumb lines that they say, and it, this is what I mean. Apart from Nicolas Cage, everyone else seems to just say like really dumb one-liners that are meant to sound cool instead yeah. of having a proper fucking script. Instead of writing a proper fucking story, you just have one-liners. So here's one of the ones that uh, says um, Charlie Sheen says, okay? This is one of those... Sorry. Oh, this, well, this oh. is one of those times when one plus one equals one. He's got, the, he's got this sort of southern accent going on. What does that mean? Uh, I, I that, see what I mean? Those sayings are so stupid. The whole stupid. way through. Yeah. They are just, and the whole way through, there are constant sayings and like The that. rest of the movie, honestly, I Imagine think you can just, interaction like you can in real skip life. through bits of the rest of the movie. Imagine that. Like, everything you do in life is just like one line. Is to be, like, going up to get, like, a drink, like a tea, yeah? I'll be, go up and be like, I want something cool. And I'll be like, oh, do you want it cool? And I'll be like, yeah, I want it cool. Yeah, I, don't I want know what the lychee. I want the lychee black tea. Do, do you want cool. to go get a bubble tea, Jared? No, I'm just thinking. I was, you know Is what that I mean? what you like, want? Is, are I mean, you just thirsty? People I didn't who make, make you a coffee, the I'm most sorry. mundane interactions, but they have to be deep metaphorical, cool saying slash whatever. Lame. Anyway. Just order. Honestly, considering this is a two-hour film, I, so I don't get, even know if we've got much to talk about. We get thrown After into Nicolas the Bond Cage, villain. No, leaves. just go to the Bond villain. We go to the Bond villain. This this it, should be all... It is literally... How uh, interesting is it? It is literally Blofeld with a metal claw hand. Okay, so how crazy is it, it it's yet boring? It's, it's such, like, it's so completely different to the rest of the film, and yet they managed to make it boring. Boring. So they walk in, this dude has a metal fucking claw hand. And he loves diamonds. And he loves diamonds, and that's it, guys. Yeah. That's it. Okay, anyway. Cut. So they set up the con. Yep. They're going to pay $2 million for these diamonds that are actually not going to be real. Right. And they're going to stage the police coming in right at the last minute, just like they did before. So it doesn't go to plan. Well, or does it? Sorry. Wait. It goes to the father's plan, but not the uncle's. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, but it's actually, dies. you know what? Uh, the whole reason the uncle dies isn't because the father has set them up. It is because Joe is useless. Yeah. Okay. So Joe's role, right? Because the uncle is in the middle of the con. He's the guy selling the diamonds. Joe's thing is he's meant to look across, say he sees a wire, and then shoot him with the blanks so that the uncle can, like, lie down and roll out of the way so he's not in danger. Now, even though Joe is actually uh, actually has real bullets in his gun because he doesn't know it, but the others have swapped it for the real so that the uncle dies and they can their father can take everything, he doesn't shoot the uncle. He freezes up and he has, like, a panic attack. Yeah. And the uncle actually gets shot by the other bad guys. Okay, I think he was going to shoot one of the bad guys. With the blanks? No, 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 he, no. He's meant to shoot his uncle, but he doesn't. He's so, Joe is so useless, he can't even fail properly. So anyway, he fails. 
Fantas is actually the dad. The dad splits up the and money. And it's so with weird the because there's like the, okay, so there's a gun battle going on. The uh, Jared runs away and just like right around the corner, his dad and the rest of his gang are just waiting there. Like, yeah, it's all done. It's like, isn't there a shootout going on? How did you get the money? Yeah, they get the money and they're dividing it up and they're just walking off. And it's like, what's happening? It's a con. And then it's he confronts con. his dad on the Ferris wheel. Oh, that was the only and kind it's of like, funny bit. It's so obviously meant to be like a powerful like suspenseful the scene where it's like oh you're all putting it together and it's like no this is just stupid the fact that he goes to confront his dad but then his dad walks into a ferris wheel it's like what don't you see son it's all a con it's we're all, all just con. conning people that's everything's a con your and uncle was an asshole he quits yeah and that's it he, he just leaves walks away and it turns out the chick he liked was actually working for his dad so look the movie was good with nicholas cage yeah the rest of it Boring, forgettable, and pretentious. If it if it wasn't for Nicolas Cage and Charlie Sheen, this movie would not be worth it at all. But oh yeah, I would say if especially if you like Nicolas Cage's acting and you want to see him act crazy, this is kind of a must. Uh, it, it's just he, he yeah. elevates the movie. Look, and the rest of the film that it there's it's not a long film, so there's it not, is no, it is a long what? film. It's just we're for, it's like two hours long, oh, or is it? is it like an hour and a half? Is this the, I, I, I cannot it was remember. Like Eighty six minutes, man. I cannot remember how I long this film is. I think it's a short is. film, but it feels long because the boring scenes are boring. Yeah. That's the thing. You go to a film that's long, right? Okay, we go see Parasite. That was pretty long, wasn't it? That was long, but it was okay. great. You know, you're, you're, you're in suspense. It was funny. We actually saw Parasite uh, right after seeing Deadfall, like the next day. Yeah. And it's like, you've got Deadfall, which is a shitty movie about shitty con artists, and then you've got Parasite, which has got... Con artistry going on, but done really well and interesting. Yeah. What a great contrast between the <laughs> two. Like you've got this, yeah. So we, had, I think that brought the movie down even further in my eyes. Yeah, that's that's the movie. Yeah, you could you could honestly just look up all of Nick Cage's scenes or watch the movie. Yeah, maybe try and just find it on YouTube. I, I think I think that's where we watched it on I, YouTube. Look, the movie, it's passable for a good bad movie. It's so hard to talk about because it's like the rest of the movie isn't bad. It's just. It's kind of bland, yeah. It's just that the Nicolas Cage scenes are so good. It is very pretentious, though. You could take a shot when there's something pretentious is written by the author, by yeah. the writer, and you can be like, but you'll die. Um, so probably mm. not worth dying for this piece of shit movie, which apparently has a sequel prequel, something you said. Well, how does that work? Or something? What, I, I don't know. I, I just work? saw it briefly. And that's I only Nick looking. Cage. No, I don't think it's only Nick Cage, but... It's Nick Cage as that character. He's in it again, so I don't know how that works. So they knew he was so much better, they brought him back from I the I believe dead. it is also a very bad movie. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. They knew Nick Cage was that good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was the only good bit in it. Yeah, otherwise, uh, this movie sucks. Mm. Okay. Not even as a bad movie would I watch it without Nicolas Cage. Oh, no, it'd be boring. Mm. It'd just be a really boring action film. Cool. That is the Deadfall movie con thing. Bye. Thanks for listening to The End of the Reel. If you know anyone else who is a fan of good, bad movies, share this podcast around to them. Sharing is the best way to help promote our podcast. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye-bye.